0: praise the lord everyone welcome to the impact podcast with apostle dr lisa barino we want to thank you for being a part of our listening audience on today today we're going to begin a new teaching um and the subject is going to be understanding the prophetic dimension let us pray father god we just glorify magnify your name on today we thank you for the opportunity to speak life wisdom, knowledge, and understanding into the life of your people. We ask, O oh Father God, that you would give us ears to hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church at this hour. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Once again, we want to thank you for being a part of the Impact Podcast with Apostle Dr. Lisa Barino. We will be speaking from the subject today, teaching from the subject of understanding the prophetic dimension. Defining the prophetic function. Prophets have always been a part of God's eternal plan and purpose for the earth, for national Israel, for spiritual Israel, the church, the body of Jesus Christ. God has spoken to man directly, audibly, and supernaturally, but he also speaks by the mouth of his holy prophets, with which the word says, have been placed upon the earth since the world began Luke chapter 1 verse 70 says as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who have been since the world began Jude 14 identifies Enoch the seventh descendant of Adam as a functioning prophet long before God had called Abraham out of Ur of the chaldeans and identified him to to the father of his chosen people as jehovah the god of covenant keeping he not looking thousands of years into the future saw and prophesied the glorious second coming of jesus christ to the to the to the planet earth accompanied by multitudes of the saints by the prophetic anointing that rested upon him he was able to see and to supernaturally know of God's great judgment upon an unrepentant earth. So powerful was the sense of God produced by those revelation by these revelations that Enoch drawing near to God was translated from the face of the earth directly into God's presence. We see this in Genesis chapter 5, verse 21 through 24. The word of God clearly indicates that prophets existed in the early church and still do exist and function in the present-day church. Ephesians 4, verse 8 and 11 says, Therefore he says, Being he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men, and he himself gave some to be apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. This is the one, Jesus is the one, who as the head of the church establishes these gifted men and women in his body. These five full offices, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, are called the governmental office gifts of the church. While the Holy Spirit gives spiritual gifts to different members of the body, And we see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 through 12. It is Jesus Christ himself from his ascended position of lordship and headship over his own church who makes sovereign administrative decisions, determining and setting in place each of the five governmental office gifts. Each office has its own particular identifiable anointing and function, but all have the same end purpose and aim and are established by Christ to function in the church. Ephesians 4.12 says, For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Church prophets along with apostles, evangelists, pastors, and teachers labor to perfect or nurture or mature the saints in the knowledge and character of Jesus Christ. They are then released fully equipped and prepared to perform and complete their individual ministries according to the plan and purpose of God. With the result that the entire body is increased and built up. Perfecting of the Saints Every saint has a blueprint for his life that was designed and laid down in the mind and heart of God before the earth was created. 2nd Timothy verse 1 chapter 1 and 9 says who has saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began this is an incredible truth because the this blueprint Which is the design of all the circumstances, events, accomplishments, and requirements of the life of each saint is really God's perfect will for the individual's life. Paul in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 calls them good works to be fulfilled that have been ordained by God before the foundation of the world. This God designed blueprint of good works is God's perfect will for us. And it is his desire that we totally and completely accomplish it. In this, we see God's perfect will is findable, doable, and finishable. This blueprint of good works for each of us continues, constitutes our ministry upon the earth church prophets along with the other four ministry ministries work to perfect the saints so that they can fulfill their god-ordained blueprint ministry upon the earth the gifts have a time frame the bible indicates a clear time frame for the continuance of the ministry of each of the five governmental office gifts these offices will continue to function in the church in a headship and governmental ministry capacity. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 says, Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ the offices will exist and continue to function until there is unity of faith and knowledge and until the church of jesus christ achieves the general predetermined state of maturity or manhood called by paul the measure of the statutes of the fullness of christ Since it is clear that the conditions have not yet been met, then the church prophets, apostles, and other ministries continue to exist to be set in place by Jesus and the function within the church. Praise God. Of all the five New Testament governmental office ministries, That of the prophet is perhaps the least understood and most misaligned. But yet it is the one that is the word of God. That the word of God gives the most information about. Prophets functioned throughout the Old Testament as fully developed and fully expressed ministries. And they continue to function up to the present time the book of revelation indicates clearly that powerful prophetic ministry will be a vital part of the last traumatic and critical events that will occur as the earth's time finally runs out and god's hand it of judgment begins to grow heavy upon the unrepentant earth and upon satan's domain of darkness we see this in Revelation 11. Let us examine two major characteristics of the prophet's ministry. Characteristic number one. Prophets are called by God. No man can lay their hands and call a prophet. Prophets are birthed through the spirit of God by God. A prophet cannot decide by himself to be a prophet. Neither could he be set in by any purely human agency. He had to be divinely called by by a word from the Lord, and he had to be commissioned by God. The call to the prophet's ministry is from above. But there are several different ways in which God manifests the prophetic call in an individual's life. Now, what I want to say right here, too, is only God can call us into these fivefold ministry gifts. However, we do have a process of confirmation and um, commissioning that's open and public. That's why we have ordination servants and, and being commissioned. But at the end of the day, it's really about God calling. Because sometimes man will say somebody is a prophet or an apostle or a pastor and they're not. God is the one who calls and he's also the one that manifests the manifestation of that calling. Glory to God. The word of the Lord flowed through Prophet Jeremiah during the reign of King Josiah and his son Um Joachim and Zechiah. But God had divinely called and ordained Jeremiah to the prophet's ministry even before conception. Jeremiah 1 5 clearly says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. However, it was only after Jeremiah had grown, had grown. To maturity and understanding that God, um, that God brought forth, brought him forth all the the latent potential and ability, and released Jeremiah into into open functional ministry in the land of Israel. And this is very key because just because God. calls you you don't necessarily have the release from the holy spirit to function right away you have to go into a place of maturity and understanding and right now we see a lot of people come into the prophetic and it's not an age thing a lot of people come into the prophetic and they are very immature when it comes to character they're immature when it comes into um Um, um, being able um, to function with integrity. And those things are very, very important to have maturity in before you step out in prophetic ministry. Otherwise, the words that you speak will fall to the ground because people won't believe you and they won't trust you. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 9 says, "Um, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. So, regardless of the manner in which the word of the Lord comes to an individual, um, signaling a release into his um, foreordained path of the prophet's ministry, it is God's hand that has to touch his mouth. None of us can make anybody speak and prophesy a word. That has to come from the spirit of the Lord. God true to Jeremiah and gave him wisdom concerning the conduct and the operation of the prophet's ministry and the flow of the prophetic process that is initiated when powerful, anointed prophetic ministry is evident. Jeremiah 1.10 says, See, I have this day. Set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Jeremiah went on to suffer much persecution for the purpose of God, but was faithful to his calling and the word of the Lord upon his life. This is important as well because one of the things that people don't understand. First of all, true prophets don't run around talking about that they are prophets. They let you identify them as a prophet. They know how to wait to speak and they know how to speak when the Holy Spirit gives them unction. The other thing is most of the prophets suffered greatly through persecution. And even those of us to this day that are truly prophets called by God one of the manifestations i feel that is is key to solidifying the fact that you are called to be a prophet is your suffering and your persecution that's not all there is but that those things are key cuz most prophets are um and the reason why prophets are so welcome, I believe, is because most prophets are not prophet true, prophesying true prophecy when it comes to the things of God. They're prophesying houses and, and, and land and, and marriages and babies and all that stuff. So they're prophesying things that make people happy and feel good, but do they profit, do they prophesy judgmental things that's going on in the earth? Do they profit like the prophets did of old? And most of us do not. Elisha's call to the prophetic office came in the closing day of the ministry of the prophet Elijah. In 1 Kings 19, um, God restores the anointing of Elijah, releasing him from depression and a defeated spirit and renewing him to the battle by assuring him that there was still a faithful remnant in Israel. God gives Elijah specific orders for several administrative administrative changes that he wanted executed in the in the kingdoms. In 1st King verse 19, chapter 19 verse 15 and 16, it says then the Lord said to him, go return on my way to the wilderness of Damascus and when you arrive anoint Hazel Hazael, Hazael as king over Syria. Also you should anoint Jehu the son of Nimshi As king over Israel, and Elisha the son of Zaphah, and Abel, um, Membahol, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. At the time God was speaking to Elijah in the wilderness and revealing to the prophet His will for the lives of these men, Elijah very likely had absolutely no notion of God's call upon his life. He was entirely unaware that the appearance of Elijah would herald a total transformation of his understanding, lifestyle, and life's work. We're talking about, what we're talking about right now is understanding the prophetic dimension, but defining the prophetic function. And and, and what, what we're talking about here is, we're describing how... These different specific prophets, how they were called into prophetic ministry, how God called them, their first calling and their first assignments, and most of them didn't even know that they were being sent as prophets. They just thought they were just being sent to give a word for the Lord as a mouthpiece, but they did not know that they were called into the the office of the prophet. Elijah finds Elisha plowing in the field and casts his mantle upon him, indicating to him that God had called him into the prophet's office. Elisha obeys the call, abandons his former vocation, and becomes the servant of Elijah, submitting himself to many years of training. In prophetic ministry under the hand of Elijah so those of you who think you don't have to be trained and, and be taught prophetic ministry and protocol and how to present the word and what have you and what you're supposed to do the time you're supposed to spend with God you need to go back to 2nd Kings and understand how Elijah and how Elisha was under the tutorage of Elijah so that he could understand how to function in prophetic ministry when Elijah is taken up by a whirlwind unto heaven, Elisha receives the, his mantle of prophetic anointing and begins to stand and function in his own right as a mighty prophet of the Lord. Again, this is in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 11 through 15. Unlike Jeremiah, who received his call and tutoring by a direct speaking of God in a vision, Elisha receives the call through the prophesying and prophetic action of a senior anointed prophet. Nevertheless, the call of the Lord was just as sure in the life of Elisha as it was in Jeremiah. Just because they received their callings different ways from from different Um, situations and circumstances doesn't mean that their callings were not the same and, and carried the same weight and the same power and we have to remember that even today because sometimes we make people feel seem like they're greater prophets than somebody else but we all still come through the same way it's by way of the Holy Spirit and Elisha went to even surpass Elijah in power anointing and miracles successfully fulfilling God's purpose and ending his days as a victorious prophet of the Lord Glory, hallelujah. I love this because it gives you hope and it gives you assurance that yes, your calling, your election is sure. You you may not come into the prophetic the same way others may come. But nonetheless, the Holy Spirit is the one who calls you. He's or He ordains you. He sanctifies you. He's the one that puts his words in your mouth to speak. Glory to God. Amos is regarded as one of the minor prophets because... The written volume of his prophesying was not great, but he is not minor in the importance and insight of the messages that he delivered, neither in his understanding and revelation into the function and operation. Prophetic ministry and we have to understand this just because you didn't write great volumes and you may not have prophesied before kings does not mean that the words and the messages and the revelations that God give you are any less important or valuable to the body of Christ glory to God. It was Amos who prophesied that in the end time church God would restore and reestablish the principles of the tabernacle of David. With, with its powerful prophetic praise and worship, to possess the remnant of Edom. In the visions of the Lord, in the visions of the Lord, and expressed in prophetic terminology, Amos looked down through the years and saw the powerful prophetic move of the last day church, with its emphasis on warfare and reclaiming spiritual territory, authority, and practice that had been taken by the enemy. He saw the warfare praise of the saints evicting the enemy from the strongholds and sweeping into the kingdom of God, the heathen, with, the heathen which are called by my name, Amos 9, 11, and 12. It was Amos who proclaimed by revelation the relationship and regard of God for his prophets and the importance of the prophets' ministry. In Amos chapter 3, verse 7, he says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals it, unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. Glory to God. God will not reveal his secret, his ongoing purposes, and his counsel and plans for the future to only one supreme prophet. Let me read this again because we have prophets out there who think they're the only ones who hear from God. And they're the only ones who hear the deep things of God. And that is not true. Excuse me. God will not reveal his secret, his ongoing purposes and his counsels and plans for the future to only one supreme prophet. But before he acts. He will release unto his prophets the corporate prophetic ministry in the body of Christ, insight, revelation, and information of what he is about to set in motion. Amos call to Amos's call to the prophet's ministry was a sudden and totally unexpected one. By profession, he was a herdsman and a gatherer of sycamine fruit. He had no desire to be a prophet. And he had never even thought of the possibility of functioning as a prophet in Israel. He had never been associated with formal prophetic training in the school of the prophets. And had never had a personal relationship with any involved in the prophetic ministry. But God apprehended him, an adult man, in the middle of his chosen profession and commanded him to prophesy unto Israel. We see this in Amos chapter 7. Verse 14 through 15. The prophetic anointing came upon Amos with such force and urgency that he had almost no option but to begin to prophesy. He never received training as Elisha did. God never tutored him about prophetic behavior, attitude, or the prophetic process as Jeremiah was. He simply obeyed God, and under the power of the anointing, he spoke out the word of the Lord. The Lord has spoken, who can but prophesy, Amos 3.8. These three men, Jeremiah, Elisha, and Amos, were called in such different ways, but yet each call came from God and was evident inaccurate powerful and victorious prophetic ministry all of god's prophets in the old testament and all of god's church prophets in the new testament order are commissioned by the lord father god we glorify you and magnify your name on today i pray oh father god that this word will not return void, but it will accomplish everything that it is sent forth to do. I pray that those who listen to this teaching will get revelation about prophetic callings, and in prophetic um ministry and if they are feeling that urge that urge and that calling and that pull into prophetic ministry that you will give them wisdom knowledge and understanding that they won't look at other men and see how other men have came into men and women have come into the prophetic but they will understand that everybody comes through different and that their calling and their election is sure and it is true Help them, O Father God, to submit to your calling into the office of the prophetic, O Father God. We're talking about those who have the mantle of the prophetic, not necessarily those who function prophetically or in streams of the, or, 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 or as um prophetic people but those who carry the the mantle of the prophetic everybody does not carry the mantle of the prophet so father god we pray that you would give them understanding we pray that that their words will come forth bold and with clarity and and that um it will be accurate and that it will be from a pure place i pray oh father god that while they seek others to teach them that they will first seek out you for you to teach them how to speak and how to come and how to go and how to function as your end time prophets we give you glory honor and praise and we thank you for this time of impartation now i release you now to go forth and to begin to function in prophetic ministry as the holy spirit gives you utterance in jesus name amen